Hello everyone, it's your host Khaled, and welcome back to the Our Society Podcast, where we talk about social issues with Canadian society. Females have been pushed to the curb and demonized by people in our society throughout history and have been portrayed as a person who stays at home to cook and clean, to always being judged for physical appearances. Having an ability to do what a man can do can be extremely draining and upsetting to learn themselves. For some individuals, it is even a question to themselves if they are seen as anything at all. Indigenous women are a part of this view in society. It is safe to say that they are definitely lowered out of the scale. It's upsetting to say that the aspect of missing and murdered indigenous women throughout communities and this world is extremely underlooked and that is why I chose our topic today, Murdered, Missing and Indigenous Women as in Canada. As in Canada, there is an unending tragedy tragedy of missing and murdered Indigenous women. Violence against Indigenous women is a growing problem in Canada. These cases are going unsolved and untouched by law enforcement. Early colonial writings received women to be the Indian princesses. Following that, with the unwillingness to accept colonization, the concept of sowas was invented regarding indigenous women. The terms that led to the viewing of indigenous women as essentially available. And this is where everything started to skyrocket. The Aboriginal women and girls are so vulnerable that it makes it's so abnormally easy for these women to be forced into situations that increase their exposure to violence. These situations include hitchhiking, addiction, sex work, gang involvement, and financially and finally abusive relationships with their partners. These are just some of the many situations that can appear for these females and continuously bring them havoc. The SICA survey in 2009 shows that two-thirds of women involved in street prostitution had been taken into care as children, and this is one of many examples that come to show there is a definitely a further explanation to why females are exposed to these types of situations. Violence and other examples would be that it is said females who run away from their foster homes or care facilities or in quotation particularly vulnerable to being preyed upon by older men who seek who are seeking to exploit them and why are men preying on these and particularly and why are they preying on these females in the first place this introduces yet again that there are another issues really other issues relating as resulting to many tragedies indigenous women are facing. And it is safe to say that indigenous women are extremely stepped on and thrown out of the window when it comes to upsetting first of all there are to upsetting. First of all, there are no legal data sources to relate to missing persons in Canada. Anyway, this makes it super hard to find statistics comparing the two extremely different types of females. So, on the other hand, a few statistics have actually come up, and these include indigenous women 15 years or older are three and a half times more likely to experience violence than non-indigenous women. 
and these rates of the rates of spousal assault are three times higher for indigenous women and against non-indigenous women and spells of us felt being physical or spousal abuse being physical or emotionally abusive from one partners to themselves and the question that can honestly be asked is why are these particular humans too related as being viewed as so much smaller and useless in their life compared to non-indigenous and this is what this is viewed as so much smaller in these i don't think there will ever be a good enough answer to this question except for the past events of colonization now these women are being portrayed and handled in ways that are so wrong and to get all of the people who are the same together in a community of people who love and care about each other and care about indigenous women how does the disappearance and murders of so many indigenous women's daughters sisters mothers disrupt and burn these communities there are so many reasons why this information can disrupt and burn in communities can scare communities how are people supposed to live knowing their lives are a danger and they're always scared of it happening to themselves or someone they love it is about to be the and or is about to be the next victim all these events can identifiably ruin the peace within communities as well as can someone be how can someone be happy or even sane when all these horrific events and cases happen daily it can separate families this is what happens when a daughter goes missing and none of the family members wants to have to have anything to do with it or the area where they live in family gets le- the family gets left behind at the end it removes a level of supposed caring within communities for example if so many people kept going missing and were being and weren't being found people would bought a sort of expectation and then realize that now nobody's being found might as well just stop trying and sort of left everything slip through the cracks indigenous communities are continuously diminish diminishing and there are just so many things that cannot be avoided regarding the safety as more needs to be done to reduce the likelihood of aboriginal women going missing in these communities across canada this is the fr- this will require more attention to the causes of marginalization social exclusion that, ca- that occur among aboriginal women